If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good. Because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better, and that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words, eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter, I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold, and often in my pantry, because I love these. How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bomba's spring collection is here, and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new, vintage colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bomba's. Head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's B. B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash bonkers. Use the code bonkers at checkout. How to break into the biz. What's worse than cats? And P2P is real. People, quiet on the set, because it's time for Last Looks. He's walking through the store and he's craving nothing more than bananas and a box of saltines. His bleach blonde mullet is the target of a bullet But he moves well in his trench coat and jeans He bloodies up some faces and the girl in giant braces Finds a hero in a fearless defender Though soon we'll all be gagging when his pet Komodo dragon Has to eat some random shit from the blender And he's taking care of Bosnich Every scene Taking care of Bosnich on my screen, he's just taking care of Bosnich. Punching guys, taking care of Bosnich. His words are improvised, yes, and. Hello, people of Earth, and welcome. I'm your host, Paul Shear, and yes, we are taking care of Bosnich today on this week's Last Looks episode. So rip off those sleeves, trim that neck down deep on that t shirt, grab your iguana and make yourself a smoothie because we're going to get into all the issues that you had with the greatest movie ever made, which of course is Stone Cold. And by the way, I have to say the shirt we made for the Stone Cold episode is maybe my favorite shirt. And I I only hesitate because only recently did I think that we made the best How Did This Get Made shirt, which was the dancing It's On shirt. Uh, but this one is a shirt that looks like something that the stunt team would have given out after the making of Stone Cold 2. It's got the stunt team logo on it. On the back, there's a silhouette of the Boz. It's perfect. Go to tpublic.com slash HDTGM, and you will find all of our shirts there. And this one is truly, I think, one of the best ones to wear in public. Although I will say I did wear my dancing, it's on shirt in public when I was in Orlando. Uh, I felt like it really worked. By the way, I am back from Disney World. I need to talk about that. Eight days 
in Disney World, 10 people. Wow, it's a lot, a lot, lot to break down. I really would like to break down that with Jason. But anyway, I may need your help to break it down. But you know what? I'm going to put my issues aside and I'm going to turn them to you because I want to help you. Today on the show on Paul's Helpline, I'm going to help you tackle the big issues. We're talking about who would win in a race, how to deal with your nephew who's kind of a dick. But you know what? Before you even get into that, a big shout out to Jake Moore for this amazing theme song. Can we just give it up that it took him 24 hours to create this opus, this lyrical genius that he is, heard the episode, was so inspired, and made an amazing Last Looks theme. You can hear more of that great song at the very end of the episode. And if you have a song that you want to submit to the show, just send it to howdidthisgetmade at earwolf.com. Keep them short. 15 to 20 seconds is best. No offense, but brevity is the soul of musical parody. And without any further ado, let's get into it, because I know there is so much for us to talk about, but... As much as I want to talk about movies, I want to talk about you. You've got problems. Let me solve them. It is time for the Paul Helpline. So next week. Thank you, Rob from Long Island. Um, I'm loving the caliber of calls that we got today on the helpline. Keep them coming. You can call me anytime you want at 619-P-A-U-L-A-S-K. That's 619-PAUL-ASK. It's just a Google number. And I love hearing from people. And you'll see why when you hear from my friend M in Boston. Hey, Paul, it's M from Boston, huge fan, long-time listener, first-time caller. I need your help. My 15-year-old nephew was the sweetest kid, and he's gotten really gross and really mean over the last year, year and a half. And I know that's something that all kids go through, but that kind of gross meanness has started filtering down to his seven-year-old brother. And I'm not sure what to do. I'm not their parent, but I do spend a lot of time with them. And I just want to make sure I'm on the right path. If you could help me out, I'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Love you. Love the show. Em, this is a great question. And I hope I'm going to give you the right piece of advice. I don't even mean to doubt myself, but uh, there may be people out there who may disagree. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I think you should talk to your nephew one-on-one, not like an adult to a kid, even though that's what you are and that's why you're doing it, you're going to play some mind games here, and just speak peer-to-peer and say, I know that this is funny to you. I know that this is making you laugh, but you're 15. Your brother is young. We want to just, can we just, can you help me and can you help him kind of stay a little bit pure and, and not do the gross stuff around him and maybe even empower him to like cut it out if he sees his brother doing it like that way he feels a little bit of like 
protection. Like he's doing something noble and you're approaching him, not telling him, hey, change yourself. You're a gross jerk. You're saying, hey, you do your thing. You're an adult. I get you. But let's protect the youngins. And maybe just that seed will help. I don't know. I know I was a dick at certain points in my life when I thought I knew everything and I realized I didn't. I've seen my kids be dicks at points when they feel like they know what they want to do. I also just see how anything that feels dirty or scandalous spreads so quick. My kids were watching, uh, June watches RuPaul's Drag Race with uh, my older son and they get the iTunes version of the show, which is unbleeped. And he learned about cursing from RuPaul, and now he is a cursing machine in the sense that he doesn't do it in front of anybody else. He just has moments in the house where he can curse, and uh, they are hilariously funny uh, when he just is going, yeah, I was at the beach the other day, and this shit, and fuck. He just doesn't make any sense with the words. He just says them. Uh, but anyway, I know how contagious like bad behavior can be. So what I'm saying to you in a very long-winded way is peer-to-peer connection with the 15-year-old. Tell him why you think it's bad for the young one to hear it, and maybe you will get through. But I think if you come down like an authority figure, it will just be, it will just fall on deaf ears. That's my gut. If anyone else disagrees, like I said, just head on over to the Discord. That's discord.gg slash hdtgm, and you can leave your responses for M from Boston and tell her if you agree with me or maybe a different way to do it or maybe you have actually lived through this. Anyway, uh, I've tried this and it kind of works. Um, Callie from Florida, what do you got? Hey Paul, this is Callie from Florida. Um, My question for you is how do you stay alert while driving on car trips? So I've been on a road trip for almost this last year, but I'm about to have to go from Seattle to Kennedy Space Center in Florida. Um, over about a two-week period. So any additional tips would be appreciated. And then just some additional side note, I actually realized about a year ago that uh, it's best for my stomach if I don't have caffeine. So that is not an option. (laughs) Thanks so much. Bye. All right. First of all, Kelly, you're not here, so I can't ask you this, but you're not going to, you know, Florida, Cape Canaveral because you're like, upset that your boyfriend who's an astronaut is like cheating on you or something like that, right? No? Okay. Because I remember that story and I, I, it just seems like an interesting trip for you to make all the way from Seattle uh, down to a space station. But I, I'm going to assume that since you're doing it over two weeks, it's not a rush. You're not going to be wearing a diaper like that person who was arrested. <laughs> um, all right. No caffeine. That's fine. I think there's two things that you can do, um, which is one, take breaks I know it's counterintuitive because you need to get where you're going, but find reasons to get up and move around. I think that just walking, even if you just pull off on one exit, just do a walk around the block. We'll just get the blood flowing and moving and just energize you a little bit. Um, Windows down, especially at night. Windows down, get that cold air in. Don't get the car to be too, too hot. Listen to things that you actually like. I find music lulls me to sleep a little bit. Like I get calm with the music. So I would say try to be engaged, whether it's an audiobook or a great podcast, whatever it is, uh, keep yourself mentally stimulated. And then on top of that, you can play 
your own version of a road game. Like the way that we've played like punch buggy when we were kids, you just punch somebody, a great game, great lessons and morals we learned there. But you can kind of do your own uh, challenge, road challenge, make it up. I don't even know what it is. Just make it up. And that way you are keeping your brain active because for me, when I'm driving, it's not that I'm so exhausted. It's the repetitive nature of there's not there's nothing going on. I'm driving straight. There's no oftentimes no traffic. You're just kind of your your foot is in a similar position. You're not moving. So it's like how do you keep your brain up? Um, so that's what I would suggest. I hope those things work. Call us from the road. Let us know how it's going. We are here for you, Callie. And again, if you want to give Callie more tips, head on over to our Discord. And finally, from the Discord, Portable Jeff, who is uh, a champion on my Discord, which is discord.gg slash Paul Shear. I love our Discord, by the way. I want to give a shout out to all of our amazing moderators. Uh, we are building these two great communities that worked in tandem. And uh, I hope that if you are a How to Disc Get Made Discord person, you're coming over to Paul Shear and vice versa, uh, because they're great people there and it's fun social media. Anyway, uh, Portable Jeff from Discord, what do you got? Hey, Paul, it's Portable Jeff from the Discord. Shout out to the Discord family. Uh, I just had a uh, quick question. wanted to get your opinion on it. Uh, who would win at a street race, James Bond or Dominic Toretto? Thank you for taking my dumb question. The answer is simple. It's Dominic Toretto. If you said who could escape whom... I would say James Bond. James Bond is always like running away. He's never like, you know, or chasing someone. Like he's never racing. If you're talking about racing, Dominic Toretto has put in the time. He understands that. James Bond will chase a helicopter off a cliff, go into the water, et cetera, et cetera. But Dominic Toretto knows how to live his life one mile at a time. James Bond, not so much. Uh, That's my quick answer. That's my gut answer. If you disagree, I told you, broken record. Go to the Discord. All righty then, people. If you're not watching the brand new Nick Kroll series, Human Resources, on Netflix, you should definitely be checking that out. It is a spinoff of Big Mouth and a lot of the uh, How Did This Get Made all-stars that you love are on that show. I believe even Jason's on that show. Uh, I am not on that show, but I'm on Big Mouth. And you know what? Human Resources is really fucking funny. Um, We got a big tour coming up. A big tour coming up in August. If you've not signed up for our newsletter, please sign up. Just go to hdtgm.com. That's hdtgm.com to sign up for our mailing list so you are the first person to know about when we are going on tour. It's going to be a big tour in August. Uh, I'm very, very excited about it all. Um, And it's going to be a driving tour. So maybe like last time, uh, you will come along with us. We had so many great people and maybe we can figure out a fun prize for that. Uh, I love that all. All right, we will be right back with your questions, comments, and concerns about Stone Cold after a word from these amazing podcast sponsors. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, plus 
with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Texas Pete! Oh my gosh, I love Texas Pete. It is the hot sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. All right, Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold and balanced flavor. I've loved Texas Pete for years. When I got a box of their stuff at my house, I was so psyched because what I love about their hot sauce is their tanginess, okay? You can use it on anything and you're going to try every flavor. I mean, you got the original, which is great. That's fermented peppers. It's a special blend. Then you got the hotter hot sauce, which is three times hotter than the original. And believe me, it is not for the faint of heart. Then you got Sabor by Texas Pete, which adds an authentic Mexican flavor. And I got to tell you, that might be my favorite next to their dust dry seasoning, which matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. It is so, so great. Texas Pete. Sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places. And I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Last week, we talked at length about Stone Cold. We had questions, and we might have even missed a few things. I don't know how, but we might have. Here is your chance to set us straight. Fact check us, if you will. It is time for Corrections and Omissions. Jesse Hilsenrad Hit that theme. Oh, man, oh, man, what great themes here today. Jesse, that was a great one. New person to the song game here on the show. We're going to the Discord first. Pinky's Brain. Pinky's Brain writes, Stone Cold was based on the true events of the Dixie Mafia, a crime syndicate in the 80s in the Gulf Coast of Mississippi in Alabama. Please look up Dixie Mafia and so many of your questions will be answered about this movie. From the wiki, this is just a little bit of Information. If you don't want to look it up, like Pinky's brain is just telling us to look it up. You're maybe driving, maybe you're at Cali or on your way to a space station to kill an astronaut. Uh, from Wiki, beginning 
In the late 1960s, the Dixie Mafia began working as a loosely knit group of traveling criminals performing residential burglary, robbery, and theft. The gang did not function with a set chain of command, but was led by whoever had the most money. Wow, all right, I like that. Despite the informal structure, the Dixie Mafia had one rule that members were expected to obey. Thou shall not snitch to the cops. I was really hoping that would be like, thou swears to never have their jacket touch the floor. But uh, Dixie Mafia, thank you, uh, Pinky's Brain, for illuminating us to the, uh, the, I guess, the true story nature of this movie that we didn't even know about. Dr. Guts, 1003, always happy to see uh, his uh, moniker pop up. And he writes something that many people have pointed out, but I want to break it down for you. Even though Stone Cold 2... Taking Care of Bosnus is a far superior sequel. There is sort of a Stone Cold sequel. In 1997, Brian Bosworth did a film called Back in Business. However, uh, the German home video version of this movie was called Stone Cold 2, Heart of Stone. I will attach the box art, which he did. Bosworth plays another character named Joe, but it's not the same character. And there seemingly is no connection between this film and the original Stone Cold. So this is actually great to know because many people said there is a Stone Cold 2. There is not a Stone Cold 2. There's just simply another Brian Bosworth film. Uh, and that's, you know, if it's not the same character, it's not the same character. What can we do? Uh, so... I appreciate the Germans tried to make it happen, but they were unable to. Chunk Style writes, I'm pretty sure the grocery store gang wasn't the Brotherhood. They were just random Birmingham thugs. That gang was too racially diverse, so they couldn't be the Brotherhood. Chunk Style, thank you for pointing that out. Yes, uh, I I like that. You know what? Maybe we needed a little bit more of that in this film. Uh, Thank you, Chunk Style. Now let's go to the phones. Carmen in Florida, what do you got? Hi, Paul and Devin and Cody. This is Carmen from Florida. And I just wanted to let you know that the recent movie Stone Cold is actually somewhat geographically correct. For instance, if you were traveling between Biloxi, Mississippi to Pensacola, Florida, you would have to go through the Bankhead Tunnel in Mobile, Alabama, where I'm from, which featured prominently in the chase scene. So I just wanted to let you know that although the plot is a little suspicious, it's at least somewhat geographically correct. Have a great day. Hell yeah, Carmen. I love it. We are finding out bit by bit that Stone Cold is more of a documentary than it is an action movie. And you know what? I am loving it. I love that in a movie, this kind of like you think, oh, no one gave a shit about how you actually got there. They did. They cared. This is a movie where people actually made a difference. Uh, That's why the actors were able to improvise all their lines. They were given real-world scenarios. Uh, All right. Nick has a theory that I hope you're sitting down because it's going to blow your mind. Nick, take it away. Hey, Paul. Nick here. Um, Glad to see you guys are back on tour again. Um, um, It's uh, I I love the live show, so it's um, great to see Um, you guys uh, talked about Stone Cold is your last movie, and you made a comment. I think Jason made the comment that uh, it would have been great to have seen uh, Patrick Swayze in this movie, and um, it, it, it wasn't the same without him. Well, if you guys remember, um, he even commented, like, this would have been more of a Roadhouse-type movie. Um, well, P- Patrick Swayze, at the time of filming uh Stone Cold was actually filming Point Break, which is pretty much the same movie. So 
if you wanted to see Patrick Swayze in a Stone Cold type movie, watch Point Break. You pretty much got the same thing. FBI agent going undercover, um, infiltrate a secret uh, group of uh, bad guys, um, and Patrick Swayze was one of those bad guys. He happened to be a surfer, and uh, yeah, you got pretty much the same movie. Love the show. Thank you so much, Paul. Oh, damn. I love this. You're so right, Nick. We got that movie. I don't know what to say more than brilliant observation. And yeah, it's kind of the same movie. We really liked Undercover Cops. I mean, that was the genre I grew up in. I mean, even if it was Hiding Out. Remember Hiding Out with John Cryer, one of my favorite movies uh, back when I was a kid. He was a stockbroker and he goes undercover in high school. Everyone was getting, everyone was going undercover, getting in, infiltrating, making lies. Very complicated relationships uh, are happening. A lot of love uh, built on false pretenses. Anyway, let's wrap it up with probably the smartest man alive. Will in New Jersey. Hello, Paul. My name is Will. I'm from New Jersey. I just watched the Stone Cold episode and loved it. Well, listen to the Stone Cold episode and loved it. But there's one thing you guys definitely got wrong about the bikers. We're referring to P2P. That is polyphenol, which is a uh, starter chemical used in the manufacturing of methamphetamine. I know this because I have family who actually were members of outlaw biker gangs. The reason why the mob was involved in that town is that town must have some sort of connection to the P2P trade, either importing it or creating it. So that's the reason why Brian Bosworth's character was sent there is because all biker clubs are looking for members who have access to industries they could make money off of, whether it's running guns, running women, or in this case, running a starter drug for the manufacturing of methamphetamine. A lot of this story was actually based on Brian Stan's true story, but you can actually go to a history channel and, <clears throat> I'm sorry, Nat Geo piece about the war between the Pagans Motorcycle Club and the Philadelphia branch of organized crime involving the war over P2P, which, again, is the base chemical and starter chemical for methamphetamine. Also, the reason why the club told all their members to fight to the death and make sure that cut never hit the ground is because, essentially, when you get chosen into one of these groups, it's more strenuous than you getting married. You can get married multiple times. You only get accepted to the club once. So if your colors get taken off you, if your cut gets taken away, you're essentially being banished by the club for not fighting even to the death to protect your cut from being stolen by a rival or a law enforcement. So I hope this helps to clear up some of the, you know, things you didn't understand. And hopefully you learn more, more about the outlaw biker rules, which is wild and scary. Have a good day. Damn, Will. Holy shit, you came correct. Will. You understood the assignment. Wow. Um, you know what? You are totally right. I, I clearly don't know that much about the outlaw biker community. I did read a book uh, a handful of years ago about a cop who went undercover uh, and busted a lot of leaders of the uh, mongrel community. And I always love that in those books, the cops are like, and I never did cocaine. I, I, I tricked him. I tricked him. I was like, you know what? Yeah, you did coke. We know you did coke. It's okay. You had to. Uh, you know, we, we get it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, Will, you dropped so much on us. I, 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 again, honestly, proving that this movie might be a straight up, this might be, I mean, this is, this is more true than anything that we've ever done. I, I would say that this is probably the truest, the truest film that we've ever done on this show. This is breaking barriers. It, it actually is amazing with all the connections to the South and, that this movie wasn't just 
a gigantic, gigantic hit. Anyway, uh, Joe Tangello back on the Discord. What are you saying? One funny thing that I noticed about the soundtrack is it contains a song called Welcome to the Real Life by Sheryl Crow. It's uh, one of the first songs that she ever released. The song that plays under the scene where Boz makes the milkshake for the lizard. Oh, right. Let's actually listen to a part of that. Now, of course, I know it's Cheryl Crow now, but that's so crazy. I didn't even think about it. It just had like a little jazzy beat to it. Uh, I love that Cheryl Crow's claim to fame, her first uh, her first kind of uh, placement in a big major motion picture is this film. Uh, thanks, Joe, for pointing that out. Uh, Bunsen Honeydew writes, just listening to today's Matinee Monday episode. Oh, this is actually really great because Matinee Monday has been something we've been having so much fun doing. Every week we take an old episode out of uh, the back catalog and let you listen to it again without having to subscribe to Stitcher Premium, where you can listen to all of our back episodes uh, totally for free without commercials. Um, okay, so, well, it's not totally for free. You have to pay for the subscription. Anyway, you, you get what I'm saying. We are giving it to you for free. Anyway, Bunsen Honeydew is talking about Matinee Monday, and he realized that Jason's favorite person from Stone Cold, Magic Schwartz, that's poker, is an arm wrestler and over the top. Look at this. Poker, over the top. There are things that are making this movie better and better by the minute. I will say I got a very angry uh, text message from uh, Tim Simons who said, I can't believe I wasn't on the show. Stone Cold is my favorite movie ever. I've watched it more than any other movie. I And I said, well, you know, Tim, we're not really doing guests right now because uh, post-COVID and we're still kind of keeping a tight little uh, grouping. And, and he said, I'm still insulted, uh, but all in good fun. I'm saying all in good fun because I don't know if people understand what jokes are anymore. Anyway, uh, so many great corrections and omissions this week, but there can only be one person who is the best. And this week, the best is, I mean, we don't even have to, there's no surprise here. It's Will in New Jersey. Will in New Jersey dropping the truth bombs. Will, you don't win anything, but you do get this amazing song from Honest Jams. Hit it! All right. People continue to call in, write in, get on the show. Talk about whatever you want. If you want to talk about the recent matinee Monday, we'll take it as well. Uh, coming up in just a second, I'm going to tell you what I've been listening to, what I have been reading, what I want to tell you about, and we'll be right back after this commercial break. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Walmart Plus members save on Meeting Up With Friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. 
Cheers to a great day and this ice-cold Corona. You know what would make this day even better? My grandma's carne asada. Throw in some music. We can watch the game. Or we could keep it simple. Corona, la vida más fina. Get your Corona at ordercorona.com. Relax responsibly. Corona extra beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. I mentioned this a little while ago. You might be noticing we are doing this new thing where we're taking old episodes from our back catalog and re-releasing them. We thought that this week, because of that amazing observation uh, by Bunsen Honeydew, uh, that Jason's favorite actor in Stone Cold was also in Over the Top, that this week we are going to re-release Over the Top. Okay? And then next week after that is going to be No Holds Barred. That's right. You heard that right, brother. So check it out. We are keeping our... Pecs, nice and tight, and we are getting sweaty with men from the 80s. Well, I guess maybe 90s. I don't know. Anyway, uh, look, I think I've given you all a chance at the microphone here. Now it's time for me to talk about some of the things that I'm into, some of the things that I've been liking. That's right. It is time for Paul's Picks of the Week. Young William, please show him how it's done. Must be Jellica's jam, don't shake like that. Mm, Paul's picks. It must be Jellica's jam, don't shake like Paul, that. Paul, what do you love this week? Thank you, young William. All right, let's get into it. Uh, I know that we had Ed Brubaker on the show. Great, amazing author, has been writing this series called Reckless. Uh, series is continuing. The latest book is, it might be the best one yet. I say that every time a new one comes out, but if you were uh, interested in what we were talking about with him a few weeks ago, check out the new book in the Reckless series. It is out right now. And while we're talking about books, I want to talk about my friend, Marcel Karp. My friend, Marcel Karp, uh, you might know her. She created a little magazine, a little zine called Bust, um, and has just had this amazing life, uh, just a very funny, interesting person who wrote her very first YA novel. It's called Getting Over Max Cooper. Getting Over Max Cooper is coming out this upcoming week. You can pre-order it right now. But if you like YA, um, and look, I don't read a lot of YA. I love this book. I, I, I found myself having a hard time putting it down. It takes place over the course of a summer on a fire island type of uh, island. And it's about uh, new love. It's about dealing with your friends who are kind of going through it with a breakup. And the writing is great. The characters are wonderful. Uh, if you like YA, give it a shot. I'll even jump into a book club if uh, if we want to do that on the Paul Shear Discord uh, book club. I really love talking about this book. And I'm just so proud of my friend for writing a YA novel uh, that really just kept me incredibly uh, entertained. Also, a lot of people are always asking me about uh, how do I get into the business? What do I do? Uh, what's What's the best way to approach this or that? And a lot of times people are looking for, how do I write a script? How do I format a script? They're looking for inspiration. And um, a long time ago, uh, I was I get a little bit of anxiety about writing a feature script. I, I've done a lot of television stuff, but feature scripts kind of daunt, are daunting to me. And I uh, reached out to my friend, uh, Franklin Leonard, who uh, runs The Blacklist. And I said, you know, is there anybody that you recommend, like a good teacher or anybody? And he recommended me to this guy, Scott Myers. Uh, Scott Myers does a lot of online classes. Um, and I loved working with this guy. And he just wrote a book that is, I, I think, a great tool. It's not a save the cat. It's not like a very, like, it's not about, 
uh, oh, you do this on page seven. It, it's much more of a, a larger idea kind of book about how to write great characters. It's called The Protagonist's Journey, an Introduction to Character-Driven Screenwriting and Storytelling. Um, it just came out, um, and I believe it's independently published, uh, but I love Scott. And maybe it's not independently published. I don't want to say that. And then, uh, but uh, Scott is a, just a great teacher, but also a great writer and has a great sense of uh, film structure. So if you want to look for a new book that you maybe haven't read and check it out, uh, definitely check out Scott Myers. I'm a fan. He always has great things on Twitter. And speaking of social media, um, I've been doing this thing. I uh, I love taking photos. I am uh, I have a couple of really cool. Um, cameras and i feel like sometimes i would do these things with the cameras where i would just be like ah well um you know i play with them for a couple days and i forget about them for a couple months and then play with them again and i would always kind of lose track of where i was at and uh i challenged myself on my birthday this year that i was going to take a picture a day for a year and i've been doing it kind of on the down low uh on a side instagram account called sheer s-c-h-e-e-r snaps sheer snaps and you can follow along there and maybe if you are into photography as well join along with me uh i don't want to like you know clog up your feet. I only do one picture a day. Um, and it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun and I'm trying to get better and, and learn more about, uh, photography and, and Lightroom and all that shit, but, uh, I'm all in there. And then finally, um, I'm going to talk about one more thing, uh, on a music front. Um, now you probably already heard this. Now I feel weird even bringing it up. Oh, I enjoyed Sonic 2. By the way, I enjoyed Sonic 2. Um, I'll maybe talk about that with Jason, but I thought it was actually a lot of fun. And you know, I think it's, incredibly hard to do what Sonic 2 did, uh, which is make the world of Sonic like resonate in any real way. I like the first Sonic a lot, but Sonic 2 is kind of more masterful because it's bigger and weirder. And I, I thought Tails was fantastic. I think Jim Carrey does a great job. Everybody is just bringing their A game. Um, and it's a fun, it's a fun movie. Uh, so uh, that's my thumbs up for Sonic 2. Uh, no, uh, no shade. I legitimately loved it. And uh, if you are into a big time argument uh, and you want to hear me kind of get into it with Amy Nicholson on Unspooled this week, we are tackling Shrek and we go toe to toe just about what animated movies are and how they should be classified and, uh, and get into a very big conversation. Shrek is the jumping off point, but I know people like when Amy and I get into fights. So I'm telling you that we got that. And finally, the other band that I've been listening to a little bit is wet leg, wet leg. Um, Kind of like a uh, a female uh, pop band. Uh, they're great. Uh, I love them. Thought it was really good. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Listen to them. Listen to them. Go go uh, check out uh, your wet leg wherever you get your music from. All right, those are my picks of the week. God, I gave you some good ones there. And now let's get into what you've all been waiting for. That's right. Now that we got Stone Cold out of the way, let's talk about next week's movie. We are shifting gears from. The face damage and biker gangs to the musical stylings of the British monarchy. People hold on to your hats, uh, or pillbox hats, I should say, because we are watching Diana, the musical. Okay, this is on Netflix, people. It is what they did with Hamilton on Disney Plus for a musical that I guess was on stage somewhere. Um, Here's a breakdown of the plot from Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, well, look, it's a musical about Princess Diana. That's it. Uh, from the beginning, not from her birth, but 
you know, from when she met Charles uh, to the very, very end. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes rates this film uh, 12% on the tomato meter. And Michael Idaho or Adado from Sydney Morning Herald says, if there is a silver lining to this oversung, overwrought, over everything, Diana the musical, it is this. Musical theater has finally dished up something that makes 2019's version of Cats look like a masterpiece. And I got to say, uh, yeah. Listen to a little taste of the trailer. Hello. I'm Diana. I choose happiness. I choose a fresh new start. I choose whatever lies ahead. My future's my design. My strength, my limite. And I hide the world. I light the world. You can watch Diana the Musical on Netflix with a subscription. Uh, I don't know if it's available anywhere else because I think it's a Netflix exclusive, but you can always try Hoopla um, and see where you can find it. And people, that's it. I love when you shout out the people who make this show, and that is uh, Devin and Cody and Molly. Uh, they're the best, so uh, give them all the props uh, when you call in. It's great to hear you uh Give them what they deserve. Uh, Anyway, if you like improv and you like me and Jason, we are going to be performing with our improv group on Monday uh, coming up. So this is, if you're listening to this on Friday, the day of release, uh, this Monday in Los Angeles at Largo, Jason and I, we are in a group called Dinosaur with Rob Hubel, Rob Riggle, uh, Owen Burke, Chad Carter, Seth Morris, uh, Phil Augusta Jackson, Charlie Sanders, and more. Uh, So come check us out at Largo. We are there every month. Um, Here's the deal, people. Visit us on our socials. We are on social media at HDTGM, all the places where you go. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review us. It helps us. It really does help the algorithm. And um, if you want to hear commercial-free episodes of the show, you can just sign up for Stitcher Premium for a free one-month trial. Use the code BONKERS. A big thank you, like I said, to our producers, Cody Fisher and Molly Reynolds, our engineer, Devin Bryant, our publisher, July Diaz, and a special thanks to our intern, Raven Goldston for helping out on this episode. Raven has been our clutch intern on um, Unspooled. It's been lovely to have her, and now we have to give her back to her school. Uh, I'm so sad to see her go, uh, but she's awesome. People hire Raven. Um, you got to figure out how to find her. Maybe this is not the best way for me to advertise Raven, but uh, she she's A+. plus. Anyway, we'll see you next week for Diana, the musical Jake Moore. Play us out. You've got a disadvantage when you've suffered face damage from an unexpected drive-by grenade. But in this biker gang, chains will gladly let you bang his old lady so at least you get laid. And by the way, there's no doubt this movie ripped off Roadhouse with just one minor thematic twist. The good guys are a posse full of straight-up fucking Nazis and the ending looked like January 6th. And he's taking care of Bosnich. He's the bomb. Taking care of Bosnich. Always calm. He's just taking care of Bosnich. Flying high. Taking care of Bosnich. Though all the judges die. Oh well. In the California Road Trip Republic, we believe you take adventure for a ride. Whether coastal cruising, 
mountain motoring, or redwood roaming. Discover beauty around every turn. Your road trip can kick off from anywhere. Starting route. But it should always start at visitcalifornia.com. Then buckle up, crank those tunes, and discover why California is the ultimate playground. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.